Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to be hanging out with you. Zach here, um, as always, your host. Man, here at Dirty Devotionals, I hope that today in the next few minutes that you feel seen, you feel known, you feel loved by a real God because it's true. Wherever the heck you are, listen, this is coming from someone as jacked up as me. If he loves me, he can love you, and he does. And I hope that today that you can find that, that you're encouraged, that you're inspired, um, that you're challenged. I just, I hope good things for you. I really do. I hope you, I hope you're living blessed. Uh, and if I do, if you haven't connected with me yet and you've been listening to the podcast, I would love to meet you. Uh, I really, what I love, it makes me so happy when, um, you guys tag me in your stories. You send me messages. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at Z underscore chill. You can also follow, uh, the dirty devotional Instagram at dirty devotionals. Um, and regardless of where you follow me, connect with me. Let me know where you're listening from, uh, man, what you're going through. Let me know how I can be praying for you. I would love to be more than just a voice you listen to. I really would prefer to be a person, you know, um, when I say, uh, my dirty devotional family, I mean that. And as while I can, while we're still new and growing, I'm gonna do everything I can to connect with all of you. Um, if you want to be connected with, and so anyways, today we're going to be continuing this conversation on the church. Uh, that I'm so excited about. And I know people are super nervous if you were my employer at one point. I know you're probably a little bit nervous listening to this because you think I'm going to say things about you, but I'm not. I know I said that already, but I feel like I need to say it again so you can get off the podcast unless you want to be encouraged today or challenged. Uh, but I wanted to start this conversation on the church because I think it's important for us um, to talk about what the church is. You know, you go, you show up and, you know, if you become a Christian, like, you know, you need to get connected to a church and you go to church and the pastor's like, you need to serve, you need to do this. Here's, here's four things you need to apply to your life today. Um, you know, if you want to have purpose, if you want to get closer to Jesus, do these things. And, um, I, while I understand all of it, I think all of those things, uh, can help you. I don't know if they're necessary per se, but, um, that's my opinion. And I want to talk this week a little bit about the church, uh, what it is, what it's not and kind of make some sense of it. Um, and I, to do that, I wanted to talk about this phrase that I've literally been hearing a lot over the past few years of, you know, you go into a Sunday, a Sunday school, you go into a church building, um, whether it's a portable church, a permanent church, whatever, a facility, and they say things like, welcome to God's house. Now, I understand the purpose of that because everyone has come to some extent whether they know it or not, to hear from God. That, to you know, is God real? What does God have for me? Is there anything we'll say? Everyone shows up. But to say it is God's house is theologically incorrect. Um, theologically meaning that biblically, that showing up to a, a church building on a Sunday is not where God resides. I'm going to tell you where that came from, and I'm going to fix it because it's important that we address this, uh, this confusion amongst Christians. And that is in the Old Testament— uh, there was a group of people called the Israelites. So Old Testament in the Bible, there's two Testaments, Old Testament, New Testament. Old Testament is uh, before Jesus. New Testament is Jesus's life and after Jesus's death and resurrection. In the Old Testament, um, 
there are a group of people called the Israelites, and God says that they are going to be uh, they're going to be His people. Uh, he is going to be their God. And all the Old Testament are these people trying to live up to God's standard. Now, they can't, which is why God sends Jesus. I don't want to get into that. But um, back then, the Israelites, uh, God told them to build this temple, this tabernacle, and it would be where his presence resided. It would be this place that um, that God's presence would be only specific, uh, special people could get to it. Um, there was called There was a place called the Holy of Holies. Um, the holy room, holy of holies, is just like it, one step after another. You had to go through all these cleansings um, to get into these rooms. If you went into this room and you didn't do the cleansings and you weren't the right person, then you would die. Wild, y'all, wild. Um, for a while, the Israelites had this. It was a portable setup, so they would literally have to take it down in a certain way, put it up in a certain way, and it would travel with them. Um, pretty crazy stuff. And so back in the Old Testament, there was a place that you could consider God's house. And it was buried behind this veil in this small room um, called the Holy of Holies. And it was in this place where God's presence was tangible and real. And the leaders of the, the leader of the Israelites would get direction in this place. Um, that is a very small synopsis or synopsis to a very greater thing that's happening. But I don't want to talk about it because that's the main thing I need you to get. Is that there was one person that could go into this specific room in a specific way and could hear from God. That was God's house. In the New Testament, what we see happen is because of Jesus' sacrifice, because of his resurrection, it has enabled the God's presence to go beyond the Holy of Holies. So there's a place in Scripture uh, when Jesus uh, dies, uh, it says that there's this veil that was torn in the temple. And you may be like, well, that's weird. Is that like a curtain? This veil separated people from the presence of God. It was this massive, thick veil and what we see is that when Jesus died, this veil is ripped. What that is symbolizing is that God's presence has left that building. That it is now everywhere. That God's presence is with you. It is with me. That it is everywhere. That when we become followers of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the, per, the, the third person of God resides inside of us. Here's why I want to talk about that. Because if you believe or have been taught that church is the house of God. You can live your life believing that God is not with you Monday through Saturday. That you can that you cannot hear from God outside of a pastor being on stage. And that is not true and it's not biblical. That right now, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then biblically what it says is that the Holy Spirit now resides in you and you have access to the Holy of Holies every single day of your life. Listen, church is not God's house. The church is not God's house. The church is the body of Christians. It is you, it is me, and God resides in the church. He resides in you, he resides in me. As believers, we have access to that. And so here's what that means for you, is that you don't have to go on a Sunday. That's not the only place that you can hear from God. Now, can you hear from God? from Absolutely. Just as much as you can hear from God if I told you to meet me down in a sewer next week. You can meet God right now in your car, in your kitchen, in the bathroom, in the tent if you've lost your home. You can meet Him. You can meet Him wherever. That the presence of God follows you. That when this podcast talks about you are seen, you are known, you are loved, it's because the presence of God follows you everywhere you go because He deeply loves and cares about you. 
The veil has been torn. There is no longer a holding place of God's presence, that we, the people of God, are the holding place of God's presence, which means God's presence is with you right now. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, this is so important. Um, it's important to know that you're with us. Or just just taking time to to sit on that truth and that reality, the fact that you are with us always, that you're not in this building we have to go to, Lord, the fact that that in a place that has hurt us or traumatized us or that that you don't just reside there, that you reside with us right now in our brokenness and our hurt, Lord. It's a beautiful thing. So help us hold on to that always. Lord, I thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for it. I pray that every person listening to this, that they would no longer think the church is God's house, but a place to celebrate God's presence with us every single day. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.